ahas and epiphanies, and lean offspring. If you awoke tomorrow morning with a brand new bouncing baby binary bundle by surprise, well, surprise, what are you going to name him? No. What would you name him? Or her? Or them? Hi, I'm the baby. Brand new. Just out. Gotta love me. Come on. Gotta love me. And it's time for another unbuckled bumpy ride with your guide, the stark-raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com. A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... We all have babies in our lives. Some are actual newborns. Some are just newbies to you and me, and some are the same old souls we've seen so many times, but now they seem to be newly sewn into the seams of our timeline because our relationships with them change. Like friends who become family. That's all newbie to you and me. Like becoming in-laws. Hey, it could happen. Beware out there. But no matter, when these newborn or newly reborn relationships they launch themselves into our lives, we should be sure to be locked and loaded to learn from them. Even our own kids. If I had another daughter, I have one. If I had another daughter, I'd name her Epiphany. Now, there's nothing at all wrong with my daughter and her name. It's Danielle, which comes from blessed by God. But kids bring with them light bulb moments all the time. Forever. Always will. No matter how old they get. My three are still lighting up my brain, and they range from 25 to 33 years old, currently. But there's something special about what we learn from living with our kids that, honestly, I already know now that if I had another kid, especially a daughter, I might as well just go ahead and name her Epiphany, because she would bring me so many mental light bulb moments, many epiphanies. Not many tiny ones. Well, maybe some tiny ones, too. If it was a boy, mm, I'd probably name him Aha. Partly from the ahas that I'd learned from him, and part from the aha moments of catching him red-handed at doing something white-knuckled that would likely, honestly, leave me blue in my damn face. But I digress. Yeah, my kids, my friends, and my clients have all helped unknowingly, to make me the wizard of ahas. The wizard of ahas, you say? Hmm. Well, away we go.
The gym is the gym of Jim Hall. A trainer, he's a lunatic, the most wonderful workouts of all. He coaches us and teaches us and preaches till it reaches us. He'll cuss and fuss and cuss for cuss because he wants tomorrow better than yesterday was. We're crazy about our workouts. We're lunatics one and for all. Nailed it. One take. Aha. See, this whole lean system, learn something new, earn something not given to you, add to the world around you, and then navigate somewhere next. The, you know, the lean guided journal thing, it's not a gimmick, or it's even a guideline to me. It's more of a gravitational pull. It pulls on me, pulls to me, pulls for me, like I can't escape it. And it can't get away from me either. No matter how many times I've tried to throw it away or throw dirt on it and bury it six feet under and mess it up and deconstruct it or disprove it and tear it down and tear it apart, it works, folks, and it just fits. It fits me. And if it's so many folks, once they start it, and starting it should always be about learning, learning something. And the newbies in our lives, they are launch pads for learning. Now, learning is not usually easy, but it can be unusually simple. We only need to listen to what we're being shown or what we're being told or what we're being sold, whatever, and ask, what's in it for me? Now, if you snoop through the old interweb, our friend the internet, you're going to stumble over all kinds of valuable, albeit generic, life lessons that are learned by adults from their adolescence. But I'm not talking about just, you know, the simple slow down, seize the day, eat the ice cream, take time to play things. Oh, those are all good, but I'm talking the lessons that I didn't know I needed. Yeah, real aha stuff, real epiphany thingies like... Well, like lessons from our own kids. From my daughter, Danielle, I can tell you right now, watch out there, dads. Be careful. What you wish for, I know I learned to be careful what I wish for, and you just may get more than you currently know how to handle. And then, we'll see who's the teacher and who's the student. Kids like my daughter, Danielle, mm, be careful about teaching them the importance of authentic, honest, transparency, and not expect them to hit you right between the eyes by cashing a reality check you didn't realize that you'd even written. Mm. For what I'm referencing here, family and friends, was a night that Danielle, my daughter, revealed she knew about me what I didn't know she knew about my background, about my history. And what started out as a generally generic gathering of ideas and opinions revealed that my daughter had life cards She'd never played in this game of life. Y'all ever played life before? Anyways, what she could have kept tucked away for a vengeful day? Mm -mm, not Danielle. She just put her proverbial cards on that table and head snapped back and jaws dropped slack and... Dad, well, me? I got a full frontal face mac of, Oh, you want your kids to be honest? Well, here, take that. Interesting evening. Very interesting. Uh, Carrie's had some of the same kind of things from our two sons, Dylan and Corey. Having learned that they both knew about lots of her history when she was younger, that's because she'd been ratted out now and then by Carrie's sisters, the boys' aunts. But that's not what we learned, what Carrie and I learned. I mean, we didn't learn that they'd already learned life lessons from us that we didn't know that they knew. No, what we learned was that 
they learn the great power and responsibility of knowing something about someone and they don't know that you know that something about the someone. You know what I mean? So what we really learned was the power of authentic, out there, honesty. Not just that it can come back and bite you in the assets, but that it can break down silent barriers, silent walls, the ones we didn't even know were there. It brings a closeness that honestly comes with a newborn honesty. My job has always been for nearly 40 years now to be my client's trainer and tell them what they hire me to hand out to them. To be their trainer, not their friend. They have friends and real friends can't be hired. They hired me because they knew they needed me to be their trainer. My job has always been to be my kid's parent. Love, listen, lead them wherever I can. But my kids have friends, lots of them. They can't replace their parents with friends. I will forever be their parent, not their friend. But that's actually kind of a one-way street. That's kind of one-sided, and I'll admit it's kind of unfair. I'll admit it because they've become my friend. They've become our friends. They've become the friend whom I really respect and value. And there's no replacing that, that's for sure. Matter of fact, when my daughter was like five or six years old, she taught me the value of never underestimating, that'd be a mess, <laughs> underestimating her and her grasp of things. Because when you know, we were driving home from what we used to call date night, we'd have a couple few of them a week. Um, we were driving home, me taking her back to her mom's house. Um, her mom and I divorced when Danny was probably about five years old. My daughter looked at me and she said, as I'm driving, Daddy, you're irreplaceable. And she said it right. I fought back the tear. I smiled big time out of the corner of my eye. I didn't bother to ask where she learned that word, but I knew she knew what it meant and what it meant to her. And I hope still that she will forever know what that meant to me. Our kids so have things figured out, all kinds of figured out, that we can still learn from. Which is why all along I should have seen the whole Tooth Fairy, Santa, and the Easter Bunny conversation coming long before it happened. Quick wrap up on that. So out of the blue, a couple years down the road, driving down the road from that night of me being called irreplaceable, I found out who was really irreplaceable and who was easily replaced. So you know how some folks sometimes have a hard time starting certain conversations. Some talks are hard to have and they're harder to start. Well, my little girl broke this silence out of the blue, probably sometime in March of that year. She said to me, Daddy, that's what she called me. She said, Daddy, I don't believe in the Easter Bunny. Some kids at school and I talked and we figured a big bunny and a basket of eggs didn't make sense. So being taken aback, I did the good dad thing, and I said to her, all right, Danny, if that's what you really want. She said, I do. And then she piped right up and said, but I'm still going to believe in the Tooth Fairy and Santa. <laughs> I just nodded my head, kept my eye on the road, and said, Tooth Fairy and Santa? Okay, well, yeah, of course, I would too. Cash and prizes, hello. And as I remember it, she smiled most of the rest of the way home. And final note, you know, I looked it all up. The origin and definition of the term of the concept epiphany was, first one, a moment of sudden revelation or insight. Second definition, 
a manifestation of a divine or supernatural being. And thirdly, the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles as represented by the Magi in Matthew Book 2. Hmm. Maybe that name, Danielle, blessed by God, is just another name for Epiphany. And now, more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry number 149. Death. Why this fuss about death? Use your imagination. Try to visualize a world without death. Death is the essential condition of life, not an evil. Charlotte Perkins Gilman. And the guide's point of view on this? So... Why do they call it the circle of life, anyways? The circle has no beginning, nor end. For it to refer to life, then, that would mean... Oh, I get it now. So what do you think about that? Based on the Live Life Lean Guided Journal system, what have you learned lately that's new? What have you earned that wasn't just handed to you and easy? Where have you added to the world that took thought above and beyond just you? Now be grateful for all of that. Reflect on it. Respect it. And before you navigate somewhere next, like and subscribe and share to show someone that you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share. And navigating your way to something new. And next.